Welcome to Talking Tuesday. I am your host, Fancy Quant, and today we're going to talk about a really weird problem that we have in quantitative finance that I've never seen anyone talk about, and this problem is coming down to marketing. So now I know everyone's probably like, oh, I'm going to hurry and exit out of this you know, video or this, <laughs> this podcast here, right? I don't want to talk about marketing. But this plays into your education, this plays into right, job placement, and this also plays into finding new jobs, promotions, and career development and career growth here. So I figured I would talk a little bit about this since no one else is talking about it. Um, I'm going to start off with talking about the educational piece of this, universities, and then we'll talk about the industry on the second half and probably how these two kind of interact. But the weird thing I see is that a lot of universities uh, don't do a lot of marketing or their marketing is just not effective. Okay, so why is this important? This is important because imagine yourself, as many of you are, a student, maybe graduating undergraduate. Um, Oddly enough, many of you are in high school too. Uh, you're looking to plan this career. You're looking for, you know, the top universities. Uh, you want to go through this process. You listen to my channel. Um, you go online. You find other channels and forms, and everybody's telling you uh, you need at minimum a master's or a PhD to go into quant finance. Okay, and you really want to go into quant finance. And so, what do you do? Well, you start looking at online forms, and then you go to QuantNet. You go to Risk.net. And I don't know, maybe there's some other ranking out there and you find some lists and you see some programs and they almost provide you nothing on the program, right? So you just see like, okay, these programs are one, two, three, four, all the way down to like 20 something probably. And there's nothing about the programs besides job placement, uh, how much it costs to go there. Uh, You can go into a lot of the forms and read students' perspectives and opinions on these, which I think is a good thing to look at but they don't tell you anything about the program, right? What are you getting for this program, right? You get a stamp on your resume that says, you know, master's in financial engineering, master's in computational finance, uh, mathematical finance. Like you get a master's of something stamped onto your resume. That's all you get, right? There's really nothing, (laughs) there's nothing else about it that tells you anything about the program. And so looking at it from an industry perspective, right? You're trying to find top students here, And often we have the same issue, which is like, I want to hire a top student and I see these rankings and it says one to, you know, whatever. So I want to hire someone from a top ranked program, but you know, we hired someone from a number two or number three program before and they didn't turn out very well. And then we hired someone from, you know, I don't know, these other schools, it was top five, top 10, they didn't work out very well. And then I hired someone who wasn't even on this list and they turned out to be the best employee we had. So then employers are like, well... We want target schools to make the hiring process easier, but we don't know which route to go. Like, where do you turn? You turn to local schools and build our relationships. Do you turn to big universities? And unfortunately, a lot of these universities are only interested in building relationships if you currently have jobs to fill. And so basically, you're helping them increase their employment numbers. So this is kind of sad. Uh, why this is sad as an institution coming from the hiring side, right? I need to build relationships where I can trust people over time. I need to be able to understand that you understand what we're looking for and that you can help us find good candidates. Uh, but often this isn't the case. It's like they want to be buddy-buddy with you as soon as you contact them. And then as soon as you say, like, we're not hiring currently, then it's like, oh, okay, well, thanks, thanks for your time. Um, if you have any jobs, feel free to email us. So it's this kind of, I don't know, parasitic relationship where it's like the universities often, well, at least it feels like the universities are just like sucking the life out of these corporations, trying to find some way to hurry and dump all these students that they have. 
Uh, so it's not a very good working relationship between the two. And this comes down to a lot of the marketing behind this, right, as a student. So say you're a student, you have a computer science background, and you really want to focus on, I don't know, maybe even more computer science, but you want to add in a little statistics and math so you can do more of the quant side. And maybe you have the goal of doing, I don't know, like a quant dev job. That's your dream, right? Choosing a program that's catered to what you're looking for will be beneficial. If you're going to be, say, I don't know, coming from a computer science background, but you really want to transition into model development, like quant research, you're really going to want a math and stats program that's really heavy on that side and less on the computer science side. Now, again, you should still be developing your computer science skills to a mastery level, but you're going to really need to buff up on those math and stats skills and finding a program that has those sorts of skills and that sort of focus is going to be beneficial to you. And better yet, if you found a program that brings in a lot of computer science majors and trains them all on the math and stats side specifically, that's like a winning a winning hand here, right? This is the best you can get because they're, they already know your general background in education. They know what you're missing and they know how to fill it, right? The problem we have with these universities is, well, one, not on the marketing side, but on the structuring side, most universities I don't think even know what they offer. I know this is sad, but it's true, right? They just tack on a name, they merge a few classes together, it's financial engineering, quant finance, whatever they want to call it, risk management here. And when they do this, then they all of a sudden think that like, we're going to bring in a bunch of students. Now, the reason this isn't working, so I'll explain to you this, <laughs> my perspective on talking to universities, is that you have programs that are not well known. And they have between like five and 20 applicants. What do you do? right? They don't know what to do. They're not getting very many applicants. Uh, They're not really, again, a lot of the core issues are coming down to marketing, but also come down to how they structure these programs. And so now you're stuck in this conundrum as well, where it's like, okay, A, nobody knows who you are, so no one's going to apply, right? So it doesn't matter if you're placing students at like the top firms, I don't know, big, you know, hedge funds, top banks, and they're doing extraordinarily well and they're making a bunch of money. It doesn't matter. You're not going to get any applications because you don't have any marketing, right? No one knows who you are. Like I discover new quant programs in the United States here every single year that I have never heard of. And then I'm like, oh, they've been going for five years or three years or something like, okay, it's newer, but I probably should have heard of that by now. And nope, never heard of them. So the marketing piece is really odd for me. So the only places I've really seen a lot of marketing, so some different tactics they're using here. Uh, One is they pay for the Google ads because they get placed on places like quantnet.com. They get placed on like Risknet if they have any ads. I don't know if Risknet does, but Quantnet does. Um, They get placed in just general places trying to attract students. That's the first one. The second one I see, which is a little more creative, is they start creating their social media platforms, but I think they do a pretty terrible job at it. Uh, They create things like LinkedIn groups and they post on about their university on LinkedIn or they post on, you know, like Twitter or they post on uh, Instagram or something. They're trying to get students from different areas and they're trying to bring it all together, but it doesn't really work. And then that's really like the crux of it. That's the core. I don't see a lot of really unique creative marketing ideas. And it shocks me too, because I have never had a university approach me and said, Dimitri, you have a podcast, you know, you have a YouTube channel, you have 20,000 followers here as in, I don't know, maybe a month, month and a half, maybe when this video comes out, I'll have 20,000 subscribers on YouTube. Why not pay someone to actually be on these sort of pieces here and be like, hey, all these people on this channel are here for one reason. And the most common question my channel gets is, 
Dimitri, is this program a good program? Right? Where should I go? What financial engineering master should I pursue? Should I go to school in the US? Should I go in Europe? Should I go in South America? What programs are available in Asia? Like everybody has these pro- these questions around these programs and yet we don't see a lot of marketing for it. Okay, so that's kind of the first piece here is if you could actually market this thing and find your audience, and I know quants are extremely hard to target and find, which is why I mentioned my channel in general. I would love to have sponsors or you know ads on my channels. Again, they need to be relevant to what we're doing here. I'm not going to sell, I don't know, water bottles or some crazy product that's going to fix your life for mowing your grass or something, but they just don't seem to even target in on where the audiences are at. So I think that's kind of a big failure on many of these universities and why you're not getting enough applications. The other piece is that you don't rank well on your current marketing. So I didn't mention this, but like the rankings themselves is a marketing tactic, right? So again, there's two other pieces here. One, you can go to universities, find undergrads, market it and say, hey, look, you know, we're a different university and we have a great MFE program, which I can't imagine other universities would allow you to do that. I don't know, maybe you can like at a job fair, but it's kind of like poaching students from different schools. Um, And then, of course, you can actually get ranked on all these rankings, but now there's the problem with rankings, which I've mentioned before, which is how do you game the ranking system to get high on the rankings? And, of course, if you've been ranked high in the past, you continually get ranked. There's actually serial correlation with this uh, because of how the rankings are done, uh, brand recognition, and then taking nonsensical things like, I don't know, programs' opinions. What do other programs think of you? I mean, what, have you been through their programs? No. Do you actually know the other people in the programs or the directors? You meet them once or twice a year, but you're not really knowledgeable. So I don't know. It's just a crazy mess here. So marketing is the first issue you see with this. The second issue is just these programs don't create solid, well-developed programs, right? If you create a garbage program, you put 10 through 10 students through it, or even 50 students through it, or even 100 students through it, and they don't get quant jobs when they graduate, A, they're going to be up. A lot of these are going to, students are going to be upset. And I've seen this with a lot of programs, right? Uh, you have the connotation in your head of what you think a quant is or financial engineer is. And part of it's on you because you didn't do your research. But part of it is these schools sell this and brand this and list these classes such that you think you're getting an education that you're not going to get. And so then job placement becomes very challenging. And so then universities are trying to figure out how do we get students to place higher because we want higher job placement rate, right? We don't care where they get placed, but we want higher job placement rate so I can rank higher on risk.net and quant.net, 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 uh, or quantnet.com. Uh, anyways, but you're trying to figure out how do you game these systems? And people say, Dimitri, we're not trying to game the system. We just want to get ranked high. Well, when I mean gaming the system, I don't mean you have to lie, cheat, and steal to get ahead on this, but you're going to be doing things and you're going to be focusing on the wrong piece here. You're not generating quality students. You're focused on getting job placement. Job placement doesn't mean you're being placed in the quant realm. It just means you find a job. And then they want you to make high salary. And guess what? A lot of high salary jobs in the finance realm aren't on the quant side. They're going to be on the business side. So Now you're incentivizing people to do things and to create programs that aren't very solid and aren't very honest with your students. And again, now you come back to the marketing piece. Why aren't the programs marketing? One, I do not know because it seems like it'd be a great money-making, you know, exhibition here. Because even if you could get, you know, 100 applicants at $100 an application, right? You got a thousand bucks. If you got a thousand applicants, you get $100,000. Like, it doesn't take much to review these applications, go through the process. Yes, I know it's time consuming, but you don't pay people at university a lot of money to review these. 
Um, but then I guess the other piece here is I guess if you have a bad program, you don't want people to know that, hey, we're not really focused on the quant side, so we're not going to market it because if we market it, we don't want to say that we're offering A and then we actually offer B. So we're not going to actually do that. So I can kind of see, I guess, on one hand why they don't market it, but it seems like a really crazy thing. And I'll be open with you guys too. As I mentioned, there are programs that are only getting five to 10 applicants. There are programs that are getting a thousand applicants. Okay. Now, again, when you start looking at these programs marketing-wise, they have well-known professors, industry practitioners at their universities. Um, they also have these social media marketing, which is done much better than other universities. So not every social media effort on you know Twitter, LinkedIn, and all that are created equal. And so a lot of these are doing better because of that. Uh, some programs get email lists and spam people, which like, drives me nuts because they send me emails somehow, like thinking I'm going to, I don't know, apply for a second degree even though I'm in the industry. Um, but again, they're not created equal, and you see a mass difference between uh, different types of programs based on the number of applications. If you're a well-structured program, you're very rigorous. Often, you're not well-known, you're not close to a big city, and so you need to do something better to market so that students can get good value out of these programs. And this is beneficial for you as a listener because if you're a student, Right, you want to get a really good value on your education, and often you can get a state college in the United States. And yes, you pay out-of-state tuition. I pay out-of-state as well because I didn't live in these states. Uh, you pay a little bit more than in-state, but it's a lot cheaper than going to private schools. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you're an engineer or a scientist, you love Formula One, you love cycling, you love learning about how new technologies are changing the world around us, then I thought you may want to listen in to my new podcast, the Neil Ashton Podcast. We talk to leading engineers and scientists from around the world, hear about their life stories, hear about new technologies, and hopefully educate you and give you a better sense of how key things like machine learning, artificial intelligence, supercomputing are changing the world around us. If that sounds like it's something you might like, you should come and have a listen. And so you can get a really good value education where you're getting solid education, you're getting it at a great value, but often the piece that's missing, which makes these programs lower ranked, is that you're not close to a big city and you don't have good career resources. So you can think about the trade-off of whether you're willing to save money for that or if you want to go to a big name school for that. But marketing is a massive, crucial issue here, and I just don't see enough of it with the programs. Even as someone like me who's scouring websites and reading course descriptions and trying to figure things out. Uh, to make ranking lists and to help students in general. Uh, there's not a lot of information online. Your marketing is quite terrible, even on your personal sites. And then most people aren't going to find you unless you're a really big name. Uh, now on the industry side here, right, we've done an absolute terrible job, I think, on the industry side. And these large banks, institutions, they spend a ton of money. And yes, some of these institutions are spending millions of dollars on university programs and recruitment. No, this is shocking to many of you. Uh, but they do grants, so it helps, you know, I give you a grant, you go and study, I don't know, finance and banking or whatever, and then it makes you feel good about yourself. But most of these are for non-quant positions. Again, they're finance, banking, business, marketing, accounting, those sorts of things. And then there's really no, there's very minimal connection with universities and a lot of these corporations here. So they go there, they try to recruit. They send some random person who has almost no background in understanding what quants do, or they're like a very junior person hoping they can like wheel in or bring in some of these, you know, 
smart people from random schools that are just close and local. But at the end of the day, right, the marketing's quite terrible, even though they spend a ton of money on marketing at these large institutions. And it's kind of odd because you think about like, the reason I say it's bad marketing is I ask students like, where do you want to work? Right, you're a quant, where do you want to work? Everyone always says, oh, I want to work in, you know, hedge funds. I go, great, where do you want to work? You know, and they go, oh, Citadel, DE Shaw, Two Sigmas, Bridgewater. And I'm like, okay, that like that's it. And they go, yeah, yeah, I just want to work with one of the big ones. But it's like, there's all these other funds out there that are available, but they don't have very good marketing or relations and they're not putting content out there in a way. So content creation, like I do, is one way of doing this. If you provide value to students or even industry practitioners, often you start building some reputation where it's like everyone wants to come work at your firm because of this. So I think this is one big failure is there's not enough marketing. On the banking side, you see the same thing, right? I ask, where do you want to work for banks? And they go, oh, JP Morgan, Bank of America, Citi, Goldman Sachs, Wells Fargo. And that's basically it. There's not, there's not a lot more besides a handful of big banks. And I look at them like, well, what do you know about their cultures? They go, oh, well, it's, you know, it's this bank. It's big. It's like, but what do you know about the culture? Like, what do you know about the teams? What are you going to be doing there? And they go, well, I want to work in risk management. That's why I'm going to these big banks. And yet we just don't see the funding even at the banks. Like I think banks could do a lot better job at recruiting talent. And this has kind of a twofold message here. The one being you attract younger individuals who don't know what they want to do with their lives, right? You like math, you like stats, you like programming. Like we have really cool jobs here at the bank that's not finance, that's not business, it's actually doing math, stats, computer science. And so marketing those sorts of jobs, and that's a range of jobs from quants to like IT to uh, operations research, for example, there's a wide range of jobs here, but I don't see the banks spending the money and building a reputation where it's like everybody wants to go to X, Y, and Z firm because that firm has an amazing reputation. Uh, Goldman Sachs used to be amazing at this. I think it's tarnished and kind of fallen apart over the years. I don't know why. Uh, but I remember, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, maybe because I was a student, maybe that's why, maybe I should ask other students. It was always like the place to work. But I think part of this has to do, so now going back into this, most firms, at least banks, I'm not going to talk about hedge funds, but at least most banks don't have a quant driven culture. And so you also have a lot of turnover lately in a lot of these big banks where it's like you have a CEO or a you know, head of validation or a CRO or a head of model development or something and they're really well-known, and they are well-respected in the industry. They make a great working environment. And a lot of people want to work there because they're hearing things through the grapevine, right? You're starting to talk to your friends. You're starting to talk to alumni that graduated, and you're reaching out saying, hey, where should I work? And then they kind of hear about this. But then what happens is they change senior management. Things get reshuffled. People get redistributed across different firms. And then all of a sudden, you've lost all of your branding and all of your marketing, and so now we're stuck in this weird thing again where I come back to go, well, where do you want to work? And it's like, I just want to work at these big name banks because they're big name banks. And yet when I talk to individuals who actually work at these banks, I hear complaints about the culture sucks. This was terrible. I don't like working there. They don't treat me very well. And yet I don't see a lot of the marketing and branding on the banking side. Like why not build a quant culture, market it, go out to these universities, build actual relationships with universities that actually do care about educating their students that want long-term relationships which I give an applause here to uh, all the MBA programs who have done really well at this, uh, the building that relationship so that you can actually attract top talent at a bank is crucial. And I think this is really odd because a lot of these institutions I talk to, I go around and talk to people at you know conferences and events and through LinkedIn, 
the number one complaint I continually get is, Dimitri, we have some sort of problem at this institution. It could be a hedge fund, a bank, an investing firm. And they say, you know, I really need an expert in XYZ. And so we're going to go out and find someone that only has experience in XYZ. And then they can't find anybody. And they complain and say, well, we can't find any good candidates. And I get it. It's really hard to find top qualified candidates. Even someone who has 5, 10, 15, 20 years of experience, it's so hard to find a perfect match. And I think, again, we go back to this issue here. Well, if you had a really good brand, you had a really good reputation, you didn't have a lot of turnover, and the culture was built internally well, and you created marketing for these firms, the marketing was out there, so everyone knew, like, everybody wants to come work here because this is how great and amazing it is. And it comes far... It's far underrated on what people think. People think that money is the only thing that matters. But if you get a reputation for a really good culture, again, quants love doing research and like exploring new ideas and doing fun and exciting projects. If you can use this in a marketing campaign, again, through channels like mine, for example, uh, through university recruiting, spending a lot more time at universities, you would build up a much bigger brand and be able to attract top talent without having to go out and find that exact fit. And I think part of this is that, I guess part of it is a lot of people aren't qualified to hire these individuals. So I see these interviews go and they say, oh, this candidate was amazing. They're excellent. I have to have them. And then they hire them and then they're done. And they go, well, they just wanted to sit around and do paperwork and tell other people what to do. And yeah, they've worked in that area, that specialty we were looking for, for, I don't know, 15 years or something, but they didn't really know what they were doing. And it's like... Well, obviously, because you didn't ask all these technical questions and they go, well, I don't really have a technical background. I don't understand this. And so then you end up in this conundrum again. But I think the solution to a lot of these is being able to get better marketing on the banking and hedge fund side. Again, hedge funds, I think, have done a far better job at this. They have great reputations or they have terrible reputations, depending on what forms you read. Uh, but they've done a good job on the marketing side. But if they could build relationships with universities build good cultures, build a solid atmosphere so you can carry that marketing message through. So you have to change who you are and make yourself a good firm first and then go out and market it. You'd build a great relationship with the universities. And if the universities built stellar programs, so again, built quality programs and then went out and market all those programs, you would see a really good return on investment in the sense that you'd be attracting top talent. Your marketing would be doing that. Then you'd have all the students that you want. You can be very picky on what type of student you have you can develop a program just to fit the students. And again, that helps your marketing again, because now you're marketing the program to these specific individuals here. So anyways, those are my two cents here. We can do a lot better on marketing here. Again, I don't talk bank names, firms, gossip or any of that, because it changes so fast and so quickly here. I don't see a constant culture. You have like an amazing manager at some specific bank. It's great. It's wonderful. Everyone wants to work there. And then all of a sudden they leave and no one knows what happened. And then like no one wants to work there anymore. So those are my two cents. Universities and firms, I think, should be working together more so, even if it doesn't cost you anything. Um, perhaps it would cost you, I don't know, whining and dining students from corporations trying to come give out free food or, I don't know, merchandise or something with your company logo on it. Uh, but again, there should be these relationships built. There should be enhanced marketing for better programs. But for some odd reason, quant finance is very secretive. Uh, firms don't want to push it. Senior management doesn't really care, to be honest with you, in many firms that like we don't want to go out and spend all this money on quants. We really just need good employees in general. And so they have these generalized programs and it's just not specific enough to quants. And then universities, I have no idea what's wrong with you guys, to be honest with most of you. Um, you can make your programs 10 times better. I get it. It's challenging. It's not like you just wave your hand and hire someone and it fixes all your problems. But at the same time, like 
a lot of these programs I've never even heard of, and then they pop up out of the blue, and I'm like, oh, I knew the university. I had no clue they had a quant program. And then students ask me, and I'm like, I don't know, because there's nothing on the website. There's no other marketing. There's no specifics done. So anyways, those are my two cents. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And as always, until next time.